Hello, Nathan Foster here. Welcome to the Renovare Weekly Podcast. This week I brought back Steve Makia from Leadership Transformations, and we talk about crafting a rule of life, a way to safeguard love in our lives. Uh, great conversation with Steve again, and I'm sure you'll enjoy. Steve, what a what a joy to get to record another podcast with you. Great to be with you, Nathan, as always. <laughs> hey, could you talk to us a little bit about a rule of life, particularly for those who don't even know what that means? Yeah, rule of life. <clears throat> it goes back in our ancient church history to mm -hmm. the early fathers and mothers who tried to pull away from the fullness of life in this world and say, God, you know, what is it that you're inviting me into and how do you want me to live for you? Mm -hmm. And my favorite illustration is St. Benedict, who around the year 500 was a seminary student in the city of Rome. Okay. And he just realized he could not study the scriptures and, and con connect with God meaningfully when he was surrounded by people with more of a party spirit and more of a desire to sort of play their way through life rather than get serious about their walk with God. So he packed up his dorm room, if you will, and left the city of Rome and went about 30 miles east and ended up in the hillside community of Subiaco, Italy, found a cave, one of those, you know, God-created spaces where they're and go and find protection from the elements. And he lived in that cave for three years, came out of that cave, um, having heard from God, mm -hmm. and began developing a rule of life for how people could live together. So the Benedictines have been alive ever since. Uh, Benedict first started that movement, and it really grew around a rule of life, mm -hmm. a rule of life that really was twofold. And you can, you can still, people can get their hands on, what the Benedictine rule of life looks like today. It's very easy, easily accessible. And it grows out of like 45, almost 50 biblical texts and then gets real specific on two areas of life. Uh, one would be contemplation. How do we pray together? Mm -hmm. And two is community. How do we live together? Mm -hmm. And the specificity of that rule of life is remarkable to read. It's been preserved all of these years it's been modified along the way, but not not dramatically. I mean, it's still pretty much what what Benedict came out of that cave and crafted for the community that surrounded him. There there were people that were so curious. What are you What are you doing in that cave? What are you learning in that cave? How are you hearing from God? When he came out, he had he had things to say that mm. were deep and meaningful and life giving. And so people just wanted to sort of glom their way on to walking with him, learning from him, uh, living with him. And it's amazing. You know, he started all these little communities that popped up all over Italy and then throughout Europe during his lifetime. And uh, he didn't expect that that was going to happen. But it all grew out of this understanding of how God wants us to devote ourselves to him. Hmm. So... All the pre-Reformation movements like the Benedictines and the Franciscans, you know, the ones that survived to today in community are the ones who had some agility 
to fashioning and forming, crafting and recrafting their rule of life. Mm -hmm. Many Mm -hmm. movements did not survive because it was more like wearing cement pants than it was, you know, (laughs) having some sense of agility to life. Mm -hmm. And they ended up, you know, dying, dying off or almost killing each other. In fact, Benedict was almost killed by some of his brothers who didn't like the strictness of the rule and they tried to (laughs) poison the the wine at the Eucharist once. And, Are you, you know, serious? He, <laughs> he, he, God tipped him off, so he didn't, you know, succumb. But yeah, they tried to kill him because they didn't like how, you know, firm firm he was. But And he was a pretty strong disciplinarian. But uh-huh. his discipline was always for, he has a phrase in, the, in his rule of life, for the sake of safeguarding love. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. these these rules, the way in which they're to live, is to safeguard and to protect love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love that. You know, we're, we've become so undisciplined as a church these mm-hmm. days that mm-hmm. you know to practice any sense of discipline, holding people accountable, it's like you got to be kidding me, right? Right. Especially for we Protestant types, because you know we're people of protest mm-hmm. ever since mm-hmm. the Reformation. <laughs> we've been, We've been protesting ever since. <laughs> People have protest. Yeah, I mean, we, we almost have to start with the word rule. And when I describe this to people, I feel like I'm having to kind of reclaim that word. Um, yeah. And that's, a, I mean, so maybe you might say a word on that. Yeah, I think we do need to reclaim it because it's a good word. It comes from the Latin regula, which is, in essence, um, it's like a T square. I don't even know if they use those anymore. It's like you got to have if you're going to build a building, you have to have you know good construction. Mm-hmm. So you have to use um, all the means to construct the building so that the building stays put, so that you can have life inside that building. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. the rule is is like constructing a building, or some like to describe it as constructing a trellis for the vine to grow on. Uh-huh. I like okay. to describe it even as you know, why do we put fences around a playground? Is it because we hate children? <laughs> no, it's because we love children. Yeah. We want them to enjoy the the delight of play, uh-huh. but we uh-huh. want them safe. We, we don't want them outside of those boundaries because we want to make sure that they're safe and healthy and life and have their life-giving experience. So right. a rule is a good word because it it defines for us, you know, what's – inside and what's outside mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. We, today we don't like the word rule and some have even thrown it away and said oh let's just talk about a rhythm of life mm-hmm. so they, they'll give get rid of rule and put rhythm in what i don't like about that is that in a rule of life we have relationships as well as rhythms mm-hmm. so it's people and practices so in my definition of rule of life it has both of those words a rhythm or rhythms and relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's underneath the sort of the rubric of a rule. And um, I think a rule of life is just, it, it reminds us that we have to define what is the life that God's inviting me to live into. Mm-hmm, I want to mm-hmm. define it. So I want to, I want to, I don't want to regulate it in terms of legislate, but I want to regulate in terms of definition so that I'm living the sort of the well-ordered way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's really what rule means. It's the well-ordered way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if we don't have a well-ordered way, we have a disordered way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
And why would we choose that? You know, that's the way of the world or the way of the sin, sinful fleshly desires. That's, that's the way word. And I would rather be in the, you know, in a pathway that is life giving mm-hmm, for me, mm-hmm. everyone around me. That's great. So it, I mean, so often we think of rule as something of sort of oppression. Um, but, but really it's about freedom. And it's about life. Yeah. The, the emphasis is on the syllable of life. <laughs> and, 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 and it, rule. And it and it's something that we voluntarily choose. This isn't something that's um, yeah. happening to us, but something that we're doing with God. Correct. Yeah, and I think the key word that Benedict defined. In fact, he came out of his his cave, if you will. Uh, the main word is listen. Mm. Listen. I mean, how do you get to a place of obedience? Until you have first listened. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all through the biblical text. Mm-hmm. You know, we we are to listen and obey, mm-hmm. and by listening and obeying, we are leading into a life of faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And a faithful life is a fruitful life. And fruitfulness looks different per person. You know, for some, it may be, you know, a magnanimous fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. others. It may be a prayerful fruitfulness that nobody ever sees or hears about. Could mm-hmm. be behind the scenes. Could be totally unknown. Mm-hmm. You know those mm-hmm. those people behind prayer closets and all the rest that that don't have to make a big deal of themselves. They're mm-hmm. just living their life for God. Right. That, but it's fruitful. You mm-hmm. know. So I think we North American Christians tend to overemphasize what fruitfulness or faithfulness looks like, but when you're looking at a rule of life, it needs to come out of um, a prayerfulness and a listening and attentiveness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm living a well-ordered life because God is defining that for me. I'm not. I'm not doing that myself. Mm-hmm. In fact, even in the the book that I wrote, Crafting a Rule of Life, it's a it's a it's a interactive workbook mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. format, and it can be it can feel like this is a man prescribed way of living or a woman prescribed mm-hmm. but it needs to be a god prescribed so i'm in my prayer closet or my prayer cave like benedict was and i want to listen to god god um how do you want me to live for you mm-hmm. how do you want how, how do you want me to treat that person today mm-hmm. uh, how do you want me to make that decision today that that's really what we are to be doing in our prayer closet is Interviewing the Holy Spirit constantly. <laughs> interviewing the Holy Spirit. I like that yeah, phrase. I think that's what I think that's what the prayer closet is all about. Yeah, Lord, Lord, what would you have of me today? Yeah, yeah, and then creating that space to listen that we might yeah. go and respond. Yeah. Exactly. I would hope you know, but many of us go into the prayer closet. We've, we've got our agenda, so mm-hmm. we're going to do all the talking. We're not going to do any listening. <laughs> <clears throat> Most of our prayers then become petitions and. Thanksgivings and praises and intercessions, all of which are good, all mm-hmm. of which are very good. Mm-hmm. But if we do most of the talking, then we're assuming that we have nothing to attend to. Mm-hmm. My conviction is if God has more important things to say to me than me to he, then I better do more listening mm-hmm. than talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So listen. the word listen is really, really a key word to crafting a rule of life. Mm-hmm. It comes out of a posture of listening. Yeah. And- because, Nathan, the fact of the matter is everyone has a rule of life because everyone has 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
how are they going to use those 24 hours a day, seven days a week? That's their rule of life, you know? And, and essentially, you're helping people be intentional about exactly. how to use that. And, and I love this phrase, safeguarding love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I mean, to safeguard love, exactly. Safeguard love in your heart so that you're living the well-ordered way. And the way, you know, think back to Augustine's great words of reordering affections. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Mm-hmm. He had messed up in affections big time, but his confessions remind us that, you know, we need to look at our affections and say, are they properly ordered? Mm -hmm. Or do I have greater affection for things of this world or things that are self, self made or Mm -hmm. uh, self referencing? You know, Mm -hmm. those are things that we spend so much of our time and energy on, but that's futile. It's just futile, but, you know, we get sucked into the vortex of believing that we need to protect ourselves and make a name for ourselves and make sure that we're above another. (laughs) That just breeds contempt. You know, that's just total, you know, every time we're doing this, you know, self-whatever, you know, we're justifying ourselves constantly, uh, we're ending up with a contempt in our heart toward another and that's just not good Mm. so a rule of life helps us i think get us get us in touch with the real god inviting the true me Mm -hmm. to be in relationship with him and then live fully for him in every aspect of Mm -hmm. my life Mm -hmm. not just not just whether and when i pray and that unfortunately in many of the modern day literature about rule of life They've changed it to rhythm. Mm -hmm. Authors have changed it to rhythm. And they have focused almost exclusively on when do you pray. Mm -hmm. And I think a rule of life is is more than that. It's it's you and me living in our contexts with our families and our ministry settings or our business settings, community settings. And my my rule of life is going to look different than yours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I would hope that we're men of prayer. But I would also hope we're men of integrity. I hope that we are true to our word, that we're trustworthy, that we're faithful to our spouses, that we're using our financial resource well, that we're taking care of our physical bodies. You know, that's holistic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what I love about Benedict's rule. It's holistic. You know, Um, it's all of life. Mm -hmm. It's not just when you pray. And that's important. It's not just that. Mm -hmm. I I like that. I like this, um, the holistic piece, but also this sense of um, moving away from selfishness and a self kind of gratifying life, but but not doing so as, um, okay, it's time to buckle down and, okay, God's you know, wants this or that for me, but a, a listening posture, um, a, a really a good life, reordering our affections and having a well-ordered life, really sc- quite wonderful and it, it might be painful in some senses, but it's not um, oppressive or restrictive in, in, in destructive right. ways, but in life giving ways. Um, exactly. I would hope it's life giving life giving for you and for the people around you. Yes. Yes. And really life giving for the kingdom that we're all a part of building up. Yeah. Yep. So that's not, again, it's not about us. Yeah. It's, it, Again, that's my biggest concern. There's so much self-referencing going on. Mm-hmm. It's like we can't 
we can't go an hour without talking about ourselves. You know? <laughs> it's like, well, no, I can't. <laughs> to make it about me again. <laughs> right. Oh, man, we're so sick. Or I am, at least. You know, it's, it's the self. But that's the day that we're living in. We're, uh-huh. we're a Facebook culture now where everything's about us. Look at us. Look mm-hmm. at me. Mm-hmm. You know, look at what I'm doing. Look at where I am. Look at, look at what I'm um, producing or affecting yeah. or whatever. And, and it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we see, Ooh, as we, as we post, as we, as we point to ourselves, let's make sure that, um, God is calling us to do this mm-hmm. now, not us, mm-hmm. but we're kind of driven as a society these days to protect ourselves and, mm-hmm. and then to shame another. And in the political climate, we see that big time. Right. But that has, you know, that's that's making its way into all sorts of interactions that mm-hmm. we have with others. Mm-hmm. So I think in the rule of life, if I can say, God, how is it that you want me to live? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, how have you created me? You know, who am I? Mm-hmm. And I, when we go through the, the material in the book, that's into three big sections, really. The first section is kind of the, some of the bigger questions. Like, um, who are my key relationships and the roles that I have with them? So I look at my I look at my relational life, mm-hmm. and I, I I may be a child of God, one relationship, me and God, husband to one wife, me and Ruth, father to two children. Now one is married, so now we have a daughter in love in the in the <laughs> system here. So one role, father, but three people under that role. Mm-hmm. Then when I get to leader, oh my gosh, everything turns upside down because then I have a staff and a board, and, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I got to be careful that that one role doesn't get so spread out that I miss the priority relationships within that particular role. So mm-hmm. I start the rule of life with who are you in relationship with mm-hmm. and how many roles are you seeking to fulfill and how many relationships are underneath each of those roles most people can't it, they take a long time with that section because they realize oh my goodness no wonder why i am stretched to the nines mm. i am exhausted it's because you're trying to be all things to all people mm. it's just mm-hmm. almost impossible mm-hmm. to do so so what's god say about those roles and relationships mm-hmm. how does god want you to prioritize them and um again it's sort of like back and forth back and forth god Full week, full day, big need, that person, this group, how do I be present there? So mm-hmm, I'm continually mm-hmm. sort of saying, God, I got all these roles. I can't do them all in this particular week. So what do you want from me? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I define it overall, but then it's, I want to be flexible and agile on a week by week, month by month kind of basis. Mm-hmm. So roles is the first one. Gifts is the second one. And under gifts, it's gifts, abilities, and temperament. You know, who, what's the unique person under Mm -hmm. your skin that God made you to be? Then it's passion. I get into the passion question. The way I describe passion is it's like two ends of a spectrum or somewhere in between. One end of the spectrum is what brings a tear to your eye Mm -hmm. that you're like sad about. What brings, on the other end of the spectrum, is what brings a a fist to the air of absolute justice and frustration. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that's never going to happen 
for X. So it's somewhere between the empathetic tear and the fist in the air, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that this injustice never happens again. Somewhere in between there are passions. So Mm -hmm. I, I like to tell people identify those passions. What, what's your Mm -hmm, mm storyline? And out of that, then we look at vision and mission. What's your big, what's your long-term? What's this God thing that has been placed upon you big time, long-term and then mission is what are you doing today to help you get to that vision? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So once you sit with those five areas, I think that's sort of like the frame of mm-hmm, the rule of mm-hmm. life. It's like the outer frame. It's what holds you together, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's your roles, roles and relationships, your gifts and abilities, your passions, your vision, and your mission. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's really just about being intentional to craft these boundaries and priorities Um, and how long how long do you think it takes a few months for people to work on this you can't sort of whip it together i mean you can do a first draft in a in an afternoon but to really sit with this Mm -hmm. it's going to take a few months to really absorb and sit with and and we've done this with countless numbers of people and we have a little website ruleoflife.com that goes Mm -hmm. along with the book and that's where testimonies and videos and samples of what people have written uh, can be provided. Mm-hmm. So people can go to that website and see see what others have done. Mm-hmm. It's, just a, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a resource for those who are serious about you know taking this to the next level. And it it so Benedictine. I I, I love these Italian. You're Italian, right? Absolutely. <laughs> His was crafted for the community. Everybody yeah. followed the same rule, correct? And and so you're kind of taking, borrowing from that and saying, let's, you know, in our own individual spaces, we're not all living in a monastic setting together, right? Um, what what are ways that we can intentionally prioritize and respond to God's movement in our in our own lives? Exactly. So we look at the big picture, then we look at the particulars. There are five big areas underneath that for the specifics. But the last section is community, because I do believe we live in community. And therefore, I need to share my rule of life with my wife, with my colleagues. We need to share it with each other. I have I've lead small groups that, that talk about this. And our Emmaus community, everyone is working on their rule of life. So when we're getting, getting together, we're listening to each other's crafting of a role. Because you live it in community. It's right. just that we're, again, we're people of protest. So it's like, I'm going to tell you how to live your life. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. It's, 40,000 denominations have been formed in 500 years since the Reformation. Mm-hmm. 40,000 wow. worldwide. We're a bunch of know-it-alls. We, <laughs> we do our own thing, and we protest and start something new down the street next week because we don't like what you've just said about a particular issue. And that's what we, but that's, that's our movement. So mm. another conversation would be about a collective rule today, which I think is covenantal. You know, what's, what's the covenant that your family has or that your church has or that your organization has? That's your collective rule. Mm-hmm. But your individual rule needs to fit under those collective rules. So we go to a church that has one. We have a ministry that has one. Uh, we don't have a family one, I must admit. We don't mm-hmm. have a family one. But there are ways in which this family 
works and functions. And I told you I wrote a book for my kids when I turned 60. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like that's kind of the rule that we've been living by that I wrote out for them, mm-hmm. sort of in retrospect rather than proactively. But I, I know families are working on a rule of life, mm-hmm. and I, there are some of them on the website as well. So collective rule does apply today. It's just much harder because we are, again, we're independent protest people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's hard to, to fashion those because then we have to make a commitment to them. And we're not stayers, we're leavers these days. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, that's just the fact of the matter. We've got all sorts of leavers. Right. And we need to be stayers. So. And, it's, and, and this kind of individual rule of life that then bleeds out into the community, it's a living document? A living document. It changes. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, it changes with the seasons. You know, it changes. Like I just said, you know, I have a, now I have a daughter in love that's part of our. So my whole my rule uh, related to that particular role has changed because mm-hmm. now I've got Ashley in my life, who's my son's wife. So that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it changes as people come and go, as responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You used to be a professor, now you're at. Renovari, so it's like, okay, what does that do for you? How does that change? It doesn't change the essence of you, mm-hmm, but it mm-hmm. changes the details. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you need to be flexible because as soon as you like make this beautiful and permanent, it's going to change mm-hmm. because the world changes. So right. I say keep it as a living document. Keep it as a white paper mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and keep changing it, editing it. So so I have a, a, a friend who – crafted a rule and and one of the things he put on it was my family is priority to me and and he was saying that when he does his yearly schedule he starts with that Mm -hmm. and work then comes underneath that as best he can you know organize that and i just just found that really fascinating what could you offer a, a a piece or two from your personal rule of life that that you found helpful in in ordering things yeah i mean that Going back to the relationship piece, you know, there have been parts of my rule of life that have been very significant for me in terms of my relationship with my wife and my kids in particular. So those parts of my rule of life in terms of date nights or uh, Saturday mornings or Sabbath, Mm -hmm. you know, those are a part of my rule of life in terms of how we do Sabbath together or how we do date nights together that are prioritized in that particular area of my life. So, or, or jump ahead to things like physical care. So, you know, back on an exercise routine that I've been wanting to make sure is part of my rule, but for several months I've been neglecting. Mm -hmm. So now I'm back on. So that's that piece of my rule of life in terms of self care, numbers of hours that I want to rest at night, Sabbath, uh, hobbies, exercise, photography, you know, those kinds of things that when I see them, it's just like, oh, that is what gives me life. I made, I need to make sure that I'm intentionally ordering my life so that I'm choosing those things. Mm-hmm. And, so and this, those would be the particulars, if you will. Yeah, and, and, and this is not about doing another thing. No. Um, um, this is about being intentional about the things we do. Exactly. Well, it's the things that we do and a little bit prescriptive. You don't want to be overly prescriptive. So it's a little descriptive and a little prescriptive. A little descriptive, and, a little pres- prescriptive. Okay. Yeah. 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 If, it's, if it's all prescriptive and you're not living any of it, then it's just a pipe dream. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if it's only descriptive with no 
prescriptive attached to it, then you're really probably not asking the right questions because you're just describing what you currently do. Mm-hmm. And nobody lives a perfect life. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. There's got to be something that needs to, some attention. So I, I like a little of both, you know, mm-hmm. but, but not overwhelming because one of the things that I provide is a little chart. Some people hate charts. Uh-huh. Don't give me a chart. Well, don't use the chart. Just ask the questions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, draw a picture. You know, do whatever you want to do with how you want to write it out or describe oh, it. I, I will. You know, make it a prayer or a song or a picture. I don't care. You know, it's just. But these are the questions I think we need to ask. I love this. Someone having a rule of life that's a, a picture. <laughs> yeah, it is. They've designed that has all those aspects. Okay, well, help me here because in, in in working with this idea of a rule of life, I've crafted some documents and you know set some of these things out. And um, I, I never, I'm always restarting or always, oh, that's yep. right, this is what I'm about. In, in am I doing it wrong? Then did I? No, you're doing it right because you're keeping it interactive. You're again go back to the interview, the Holy Spirit thing. Look at every aspect of your life and say, God, is this how you want me to live? Is this mm-hmm. in my stewardship? Is this how you want us to mm-hmm. save money and give money away? In my physical body, is this how you want me to be treating it? You know, every night at 11, a bowl of ice cream? Is this, <laughs> is this what you want? <laughs> well, I, it's, it's what I want, but is it what you want me to be doing? I don't, I don't measure up to my own rule. That's I mean, I set these and then and then I'm going back saying, ah, you know, that's an area I'm, I'm wanting to continue to work on. Is is that okay to kind of have a grace with self in that? Oh, just well, I would hope. I would hope. I would hope. Again, I, I would hope that the emphasis is on the syllable of life, not rule. If it's on rule, then, you, then we're in trouble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So life is filled with grace. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so we have to have a sense of humor about this. We have to have a open-handedness about this, sort of a light-heartedness about this. Otherwise, it's just like, ugh, it's just mm-hmm. too, it's it's cement pants, mm-hmm. not fullness mm-hmm. of life. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're spot on. Just keep keep letting it, you know, simmer and and, mm-hmm. and bubble up. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's amazing. We can get passionate about something, and then all of a sudden, three weeks later, it's like, what, what was I thinking? That's not part of my life. It's just yeah. like. You know, we heard a speaker or we read a book or something that inspired us to take that thing on for ourselves. Well, that may not be for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the times in my life I burnt out. I was trying to do too many disciplines. <laughs> I was like, I had a, I had a, I had a you know, I hear a um, speaker say, memorize the all the countries of the world and their capitals and then pray over them. So I was like, hmm. oh, my gosh, I better do that. <laughs> so I tried to do that. And then another person said, you know, when you read the newspaper every day, you should pray over the news. Oh, I better do that. And read this book, go to this conference. Do this. <laughs> I had like, I burnt out on trying to do too much. Yeah. Yeah. And the, so, yeah, that can be restrictive. Mm-hmm. So, we want to have, we want to celebrate the disciplines, as someone <laughs> once said. Hey, that's a good <laughs> phrase. I like that. <laughs> I should use that. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's celebrate life. Let's yes. do life, and, um, and, and it's we, not working. You know, let's just say it's just this is this it's not working. It worked for that person, but it ain't for me. And so. we we start small. We start where we're at, and exactly. and not get locked in comparing ourselves to what others are doing or not doing. We learn from others and we encourage and encourage others. Um, but we begin. 
we begin. We begin. <laughs> if we if we compare, that's way too onerous. That's yeah. really bad. Mm-hmm. Bad, bad for the soul. So just live fully into who God made you to be. That's uh, life. That's the abundant life. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for the your your wisdom, Steve. And and, and again, the book is Crafting a Rule of Life, an invitation to the well-ordered way. And the website, give us the website again. Ruleoflife.com. Ruleoflife.com. Excellent. Thank you so much, Steve. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Nathan. God bless you, brother. You too. 